Hey guys, it's Coach Tiff here with the C3 Cobra Collective podcast, and we have a special guest today. Coach Jill is out. She's traveling to a competition, but we have, drumroll. It's me. <laughs> it's Coach Vince, in case you didn't recognize the voice. Guest appearance. Guest uh, appearance. <laughs> had some time to uh, drop by, just say hey. <laughs> some time. He's not usually at the gym in the office, so we thought we'd arrange this. But um, we're just going to talk. Some of you don't know, Vince and I's CrossFit journey goes way back. Yeah. Way, way back. It's her fault. <laughs> it's my fault. C3 is my fault. Yeah. In, in a roundabout fashion, <laughs> it's 100% Tiffany's fault. Like, she did it. I'm sorry. Slash you're welcome. Yeah. Um, well, so we'll just kind of walk you guys through our journey. I'll, I'll start with mine because I started CrossFit just a smidge before Vince. Uh, I got I was a college athlete, dual sport college athlete, and I got out of college and I was working out all the time, but I was really bored. Like I knew I should stay healthy, but I didn't really have any drive to. I'd go to the gym and I was just <clears throat> over it. And then my friend actually from college opened and ran CrossFit Vancouver or CrossFit Fort Vancouver. And they won the affiliate cup at the CrossFit games. And I was like, Whoa, what's this? And I started looking into it and started doing workouts and I was hooked. And within a year of when I started CrossFit, I, my boyfriend slash future husband, we opened a CrossFit gym within future. a year. Yeah. Yeah. I was just sold. I loved it. I thought it changed lives, like not just physically, but mentally. And we just did it. So we opened River Market CrossFit. And I think we were like the fifth CrossFit gym in Kansas City. And we opened our doors. And I bet not even a month later, in walks Lance Bertucci. Yeah, Lance. So uh, I think I was one of the first, like, I was probably first five, ten people there. Yeah. I mean, it was so early that we were having classes. Like, we didn't have fundamentals. We just have new people, and we'd fix them into class, and we'd have, like, classes of one to three people. Yeah, so I had a buddy who's a KCPD. He kind of told me about it. Um, and we, I'd been doing it on my own in a community center. And I, I kind of went over this on a podcast I did with Jill, too. Um, just kind of quick background. I grew up wrestling, um, collegiate wrestler at UCM. And then from there, I didn't really we'll have still wrestle anyone yeah. at a drop of a hat. Yeah. <laughs> Test me. Test me. Um, but yeah, so from there, I just kind of, I was, I've always been a competitive person, two brothers. So it was hard just leaving all the competition, like after college was over. So I found CrossFit from a buddy who owns a gym. Um, he doesn't have, have a CrossFit gym, but he, he kind of led me towards it. He owns a gym up in uh, Kansas city now. And so, doing it on my own um having fun you know at the community center working out again and then my buddy joel was like hey why don't you check out uh, my buddy's gym and joel and brian K worked at on casey mo together yeah. in center zone Cops. center patrol yeah coppers copper copper crime stoppers um and so checked it out and we can talk about that first workout so do you remember what the workout was? I don't was? remember what the workout was, but I remember afterwards. I remember after also. So I don't remember <laughs> what the workout was. I mean, it might have been like Annie or, or not Annie, but um, it might have been like uh, Cindy or or something like that. I don't remember. Something and with I, a lot of pull-ups. Yeah. So, so Cindy I remember. Could be accurate. I remember. I I rode my motorcycle because you know I was a 
25 year old awesome dude. Can we just call it what it was? I think just, it was a crotch rocket. It was. It okay. Was <laughs> Um, and so I was like, yeah, I'm gonna ride my motorcycle. I lived all the way out in like Harrisville. So it was like a 35 minute oh, drive yeah. there. Mm-hmm. And, um, <clears throat> I remember after the workouts over, Tiff's like, Hey, see you later. You know, the gym's closing up here in a little bit. And no, I feel like out. you came to like a three o'clock class. It was, no, it was later. Was it cause later? I, yeah. Cause okay. I got off work later. So okay. it was one of the last ones. Okay. And, uh, I just went and sat out in the parking lot for a little bit afterwards and I just couldn't move my arms. So I couldn't move my arms. I sat out there for like a good two hours because like there's no way I'm getting home. There's I cannot safely ride my bike right now. I will crash this bike if I go (laughs) home right now. So she came out there, checked on me. Closed up the gym, or somebody was like, "That guy's still sitting out there." We were like, "What? Like, is he okay?" (laughs) Yeah. So, or you know, I I might even been a I might even been at Mallory's house at that point. my, my wife, she was at my girlfriend at the time. So she lived out uh, like Roland Park. So it wasn't too far, but yeah. But yeah so you're going to her house. It, it was, uh, it was definitely a struggle, but I, I was yeah. hooked like after I even started it myself. And so I, I was back for more like, yeah, every, every day. day. He was a 5.00 AM, 5.15 AM regular. Yeah. I don't know how I woke up that early. Normally <laughs> you woke up that early when, even when you guys moved to Baser and you yeah. had to drive like 40 minutes, you would still come early Yeah, and he wasn't late. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> He was super excited. Um, yeah. So Vince and I found ourselves kind of like training buddies or training partners slash like competition. Yeah. So we, yeah. So we kind of, I, I, I actually like bonded with the gym a lot. Like, and like with you and Brian and, um, just doing the Spieler, the Spieler warm up, the Brian Spieler warm up. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, but yeah, so no, what? After they learned my name, wasn't Lance. Oh yeah, I um, forget. we called him Lance. I thought his name was Lance, and I called him Lance for a week, and he never corrected me. It's probably Tiff, was, <laughs> Tiff used to be intimidating. Now she's like a big teddy bear. So, um, but then, yeah. So we uh, after a while, I actually moved to Florida um, during like within the first three or four months I was at the gym. But like while I was there, dude, I was like one hundred percent bought in, like to helping yeah. w- with whatever. Um, mm-hmm. I watched the membership grow. I watched like everything. And so, um, just did what I can to help. And, and Tiff and I became pretty good friends. And, um, then I moved to Florida and I started competing a little bit while I was out there. Like I did my first competition while I was out there. Um, and while I was there, like Mal would call me and we'd Skype on like, it was like Saturday oh workouts and he stuff. He basically forced Mallory to come do CrossFit after it, he moved. Yeah, No, it was, it, I think it was right before, but it was, I don't know. Yeah. She, came by herself and the first day had like lunges and burpees and I felt so sad for her, but you guys, we would set up Skype on like this old laptop and they would Skype and do their workouts together. It was super cute. No, it wasn't. It was <laughs> totally manly. It was super manly. Super manly stuff. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like I, I started competing out there and I like, I found the love for like competing again and it was super fun. I ended mm-hmm. up moving back like after 11 months just because Mallory was, very stubborn and didn't want to move to Florida after well, asking to marry me. Yeah. yeah. Asked to marry me. So, um, and that's kind of where like I really got in with river market, like Brian and Tiff really became like some of our best friends and like it, yeah. it kind of continues on the now. So, yeah. um, yeah, but we, so it was kind of cool. So the CrossFit pool was pretty small back then and, uh, well, smaller than it is now for yeah, sure. Way smaller. Yeah. So we actually, we had a pretty strong competitive team for the gym. We were like five reps away to making it to regionals one time for a team. Um, and through competition, 
that's kind of how you got to know Jacob. Yeah. And so when I got back is when I, when I, when we got real competitive and we started doing like a competition team and stuff together, like yeah. you were talking and about. We, we, Alan we'd Joyner all... at CrossFit Believe yeah. in Warrensburg did this online yeah, competition thing. Yeah. So I started doing that. It's like and, a mini open. Yeah. It, it was like every month, every month he would do it. And mm -hmm. that's where I met Gary. That's where I met um, Jacob. I was like, who the hell are these guys beating me? Like, <laughs> I, was like, I was like, why are these, these guys are cheating? These guys are cheating. There's no way. So, but you had to submit a video yeah, of to, your workout, and Alan but it wasn't specific like now, like only one person. We would video just the entire class doing the workout and submit it. Yeah. And so Alan, <laughs> Alan and Lindsay would watch all those videos. I used to, I had to talk to Alan all yeah, the time. Yeah, I remember. And so we would, uh, you know, the, I, the competition bug just kind of got me. And then, so whenever I'd come back, I'd, I'd talk to all the guys and stuff and I'd try to go work out wherever I could with all those guys because it was, it was addicting and I didn't have kids and <laughs> yeah. do whatever but we wanted. But it was kind of cool because you guys would just meet at random gyms, yeah. at whoever's gym you could go to and you'd work out together. Um, eventually it started to, um, Friday Night Lights kind of started to become a thing because it wasn't really a thing before. Um, no. And then I think the community aspect of CrossFit, it was becoming more commercial and less like gritty and super underground, I think. Um, and that led to the growth of the Friday Night Light concept and Jacob and all those guys, Alan, a little bit, I feel like until he had his own gym yeah. rocking. Um, but they would come to River Market and do the, the stuff, not necessarily, sometimes it was at Friday Night Light, sometimes it was like during the day. Yeah, so the Friday Night Lights, I, I remember the first one, it was actually 913 and on track. They did that first one. Mm -hmm. And then so from there we're like, well, hell, we, we want we to do, do that. Yeah. And then no, Memorial Hill did the second one. So remember- Oh, it was competition. You're talking about competitions. I was talking about the open. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So different Friday Night Light yeah, concept. Friday Night. So yeah. yeah, but that's but that's where we all got together and yeah. competed and, and stuff like that. And actually, a fellow a fellow guy who I didn't know back then, who I'm pretty good friends with now, won that competition. Who? Russ Kerstetter. Which one? He won the one at River Market. The, Did he? Yeah. He, oh my gosh, he's got that's so belt. funny. He's got one of the belts. That's funny. So, so. Jacob, the other so this is the, the world of CrossFit. If you're an OG, is so small. Jacob said was talking about his first CrossFit competition he ever did. Eight one six put it on, or no, CrossFit Lee Summit put it on. It was athletes for athletes yep. fundraiser. Yep. We had it in like a church gym. It had concrete tiles on the floor. Um, but that was the one I got second at and Megan John beat me. Do you remember? Yeah. And mm -hmm. I was pissed cause I couldn't be there because I was yes. in Florida. Mm -hmm. I was like, well, next year I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I yes. remember. So, yes. Um, uh, but such a small world. That's so funny. Yeah. And then, so, so then we started getting like the open and stuff. We got real serious about it mm -hmm. and you know, we had a comp quote air quotes competition team and, mm -hmm. and we'd all work out at the same time. And yeah, so we would start doing like the traveling, like, one week we'll we'll do uh, one week we'll do the open workout here. The next week we'll go there, and it was really good to have like those competitive people doing it with yeah, us. Yeah, I mean, it just so, pushes you a little bit. And back in what like was the, your guys's like crew name? You guys each had names. ALW. What Air, is Airland Water? But you were like the Eagle. Yeah, Alan was the Eagle. Jacob's the Honey Badger. I was the Hammerhead. And then there's Arlen from St. Louis. He was the lion. Oh, because he had a giant blonde mane. Yeah, and then Kelly he had was long the, hair before long hair was cool. Yeah, Kelly was the grizzly. Um, people kind of, we, we people came in and out. I don't remember, but I made <laughs> one year for Christmas. I made us all banners like posters. Oh, that's awesome! But <laughs> so. some of the names have stuck. Like Alan has Eagle Strong programming yep. now that he does. Yeah. So they've stuck around. Um, it's kind of funny at the end of one of those CrossFit Believe online. Uh, competition things is when 
Brian, my husband, proposed to me. I literally dropped off the bar. I was next to Vince doing, we did a ton of kettlebell swings and wall balls or something and then finished with um, bar muscle-ups. I remember like eking out every last bar muscle-up I could and then I came off the bar and I thought I was going to die, but then instead like- Brian proposed and Mallory was filming it, but she had no idea what was happening. Yeah, it's typical Mallory. <laughs> typical Mallory. That's why we love her. It's okay. And I, I really you. miss her in class. I love you. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it was super fun. Yeah, it was um, It was really cool getting to see, like, I mean, I wasn't really a, a part of the gym, but everybody thought I was a part of your guys' gym because <laughs> I, like, I, I'd help out with everything. So we moved locations because we were in this tiny little basement. It was, like, maybe 1,200 square feet, and that might include the bathroom and the stairwell. Many, and we had, like, we had, like, we had, like 355 yeah, people. It was insane. It was so crazy. So I, we moved to this big space. I almost killed a girl once on accident. <laughs> I still remember that. <laughs> It must have excellent. been real. I don't remember it. Vince remembers it. It was a snatch. And she yeah. was doing ab mat sit-ups. And I was like, oh my God, I'm losing more. <laughs> Get out of the way. Get out of the way. Um, we moved locations and we didn't have a front desk. And I coached like two classes. And when I came back into the waiting area, Vince and Brian and other Terry. Like, Terry, Terry Burke Burglar. Yeah. Burke-Burglar. You guys had built a whole front desk in like the time it took me to coach two classes. Yeah. Brian kind of just... Brian was drinking coffee and he was supervising. I mean, he was doing a great really job. He was really good at that. He was really, really good yeah. at drinking coffee. He, he made sure we weren't parched or anything you like that. You can definitely so. tell who's a Marine Corps sergeant. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then, I mean, life kept happening. So it's kind of funny. Our family friendship, like we all, we started CrossFit at about the similar times, got really into competition at about the similar times. We got married within a few months of each other. Yeah. So Brian, Brian was in my wedding. You um, were in our wedding. I was in their wedding. We had babies literally like with, Less than a month, I almost feel like. Yeah. About and a month apart. Both of our kids are about a month apart. Yeah. Super creepy. And um, and then you guys thought it was cool to move back to North Dakota. I know. It was cool. Worst literally. Actually, it was really cold, literally. Yeah. yeah that's um, good. Yeah. But it was a big change for me because I went from running a business and doing something that I absolutely love to doing a regular job, which I also enjoyed the work that I was doing, but I found myself working a ton because I basically started a low key CrossFit gym out of my tiny little garage, uninsulated garage that you could see through the the walls of, we jokingly slash lovingly called it the murder garage because the lights flickered when it got too cold. (laughs) (laughs) The plates one time we left them in a stack and they got frozen together overnight. It was crazy, but I was... People would come to my gym, my garage in the morning to do CrossFit, and I would go to work all day, and I would come home and have another group of people come to my garage to do CrossFit. So I clearly just wanted to be a CrossFit coach. Yeah. Meanwhile, the entire time yes. they were there, I was secretly texting Brian to move back. <laughs> and less than secretly texting me to say, come work at C3. Yeah. Because you opened your gym. You guys moved yeah. to Baser. So when, so when you guys had uh, closed River Market CrossFit, mm-hmm. um, here in Mason, I kind of told the story before with uh, with Jill. Basically, you know, there was a there was another little kind of studio here in Baser, but I didn't really like a Snap Fitness stuff like that. I didn't really see anything out here for guys, and I was like, "Well, hell, we I can open a gym and have a full time job yeah. and do all this, and we're about to have a kid. <laughs> it's gonna be fine. It's gonna be fine. It's gonna be fine." So, you know, against Mallory's better judgment, right? <laughs> we. Uh, we opened this up and, you know, now. I even taught a couple classes there in the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. You, you guys opened were still right here. before we moved. Yeah. yeah. And it was, um, man, that was a while ago. 
right? Five and a half years. Time goes really slow when you're a small business owner. Yeah. (laughs) Five and a half years ago. You haven't aged a bit, Vince. No, not at all. Not at all. My wife has. She, she. Like a fine wine though, is what he means. And meaning that because I stressed the living hell out of her with everything. (laughs) So that was not a negative way. Right. Yeah. Um, but more life happened between now and then you brought on Jill as a bus- business partner. You guys yep. moved down here to this beautiful facility. Yep. Uh, that was about, those were both about the same time. And it was basically like, you know, her coming on board and I was like, Hey, um, everybody, we, everybody keeps, you know, we need a bigger facility. We don't have enough space down there or up there where we were at. Like, what do you think about this? And it was like, okay, good, go. And, yeah, and, and that's just, literally what I mean, that's how Vince lives his life, basically. So 100 I'm a, miles an I'm hour. Very, pulling the trigger. I plan strategically. Super big planner. We all know that. Strategic. Really think things through. Um, so. And about that time, well, constantly Vince was like, you should come work here. You should come work here. But it never quite worked out. And then Brian and I were trying to, we didn't love where we lived in North Dakota. So we were debating on moving to Montana or back to Kansas City. And jobs just worked out in Kansas City first. And we ended up back here. Um, yeah. And, and so we, like when you guys moved back, we, we kind of talked about you coming back here and mm-hmm. I knew it was a little bit further, but we weren't like, we weren't at the point yet to where we can like start doing like a full time paying gig. Right. And, and honestly, when I, we moved back, I was pregnant with Reese and it was my first summer back in Kansas city, which loved it. It I was, was awesome. dying because it was so hot compared to North Dakota. And Reese was like a 10 pound baby and he made me miserable. <laughs> I did nothing but lay on the couch and eat popsicles and go to the splash pad with Barrett. <laughs> Reese is still a man child. Still a man child. He will body slam you to the ground. <laughs> yes. <laughs> in case you don't know, that's for it's for everyone listening. He'll headbutt you and if, take you down. If you ever make him angry, he will <laughs> body slam you to the ground. Yeah, it's probably because I was so angry because I was hot the whole yeah. summer. He just See, that you, mood you passed to him. Over. Yeah, that's what happened. Rude. Um. So that first year-ish that we were back it just wasn't quite right yeah i was kind of staying home anyway i wasn't really working and i I know brian was kind of um he had just gone on where was he or he was looking for he was on an overland park Mm -hmm. he He didn't really like that either yeah well it just wasn't he wasn't good fit for him yeah it just wasn't the right fit um and i know he was looking some other places and i you know he looked at several different departments and stuff and then he finally got on at the airport Mm -hmm. was it right after that yeah so so once he got on there um, you guys got a good place up in North Kansas City, um, or Kansas City, whatever. Um, and then uh, I know you were working at the other gym, uh, mm-hmm. Brave Enough. So yeah, I worked at Brave Enough, which again, super small world. When I first started doing CrossFit, I did it at like a Globo gym, like it's kind of like a gritty powerlifting bodybuilding gym, which is also where I met Brian. Um, but I met, right. (laughs) I was doing CrossFit and was he drinking coffee? Probably. (laughs) No, my first memory of him was one, he shaved his legs and I was like, what gross. And then all these girls were around him touching his cauliflower ear. And I was like, this is weird. Yeah. Um, but so I met a guy named Anthony Madonia who was like, Hey, are you doing CrossFit? And I was like, yeah, I am. And nobody really knew what that was. So the fact that somebody else knew CrossFit was pretty cool. Um, and he told me where, showed me where his secret kettlebell was because back then gyms didn't just have kettlebells. I was swinging a dumbbell. Now around. they have those. Now they have kettlebells. Now, now, <laughs> now kettle, lots of gyms dumbbells. have kettlebells. Yeah. yeah. Or kettle or dumbbells. Ke- yeah. The kettle dumbbells. Yeah. Um, 
But then literally the first week our gym opened, he in walks this dude that I met one time before with a bag of lacrosse balls and just was like, I heard a new gym opened up. Welcome. Like we're so, I'm so excited. CrossFit's growing. And it was Anthony. Um, and he also opened a gym. He moved to California while we had river market. Um, and while we were in North Dakota, he moved back to Kansas city and opened mm -hmm. brave enough. Yep. Um, and when I moved back, he just needed somebody to coach like one morning a week. And I was like, perfect. I can do that. <laughs> Got it. One day. And their class was at six, not 5. AM. So it was much better. <laughs> We got some early risers here in Baser. Yeah. So. Um, but long story short, I ended up here with my good old friend Vince. Yeah. And I feel like the feeling is mutual between you and Jill and myself. But I feel like we're like a super team. We all have very similar vision and values. Um, and I can't imagine being a part of a better team, honestly. Yeah. And it's... I saw how things were at river market and I took a lot of those things with me, um, mm -hmm. to, to open up the gym. And I know that the two biggest things I, I built the gym off of was, was safety and community. And mm -hmm. those are two things like you guys had parties all the time, mm -hmm. not parties, but like, I mean, we were partying. We, we, were, <laughs> we were all younger. <laughs> Nobody had kids. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so like we, you know, it was, it was cool to stay out and just go out in the river market right after. So mm -hmm. it was, it was fun, man. It was, it was a blasty. So, but yeah, I mean, yeah. now coming back to it, you know, Jill straightened me out. She made me start planning and, you know, stuff like that, like adult stuff. So I feel like why it works so good is you're just like, shoot from the hip, go, go, go. Like you do everything based on like how you feel and your gut feeling about it. She's very strategic. Jill is very strategic. Very strategic. A super planner. Like you can definitely tell she has a military background and she has the business like she is such a smart business yeah. person. Um, and to have that knowledge in a small business, especially a small business that's passion based, because a lot of CrossFit owners, like they don't really know what they're doing as far as business is concerned, which she, was maybe you prior. Um, but, and I feel like I'm in the middle. Like I have a little bit of knowledge that way. We had a business partner when we had our gym who had several like, top 100 Kansas city businesses, which was great to learn about business, but not so great when we're trying to run a business based on passion and helping people, um, which is part of the reason why we closed. But I have, I feel like a good little balance of you guys. Yeah. And I mean, we literally have like the front middle and end. It's literally what it is. So, I mean, you, you have strategic planner, you have you who's kind of both and you'll kind of jump in with me and I'm shoot from the hip. So like, yeah, yeah exactly what you said. I feel like I'm usually a good tie break vote because I see both sides. Uh, you always- You think of, I take Jill's side. You kind of lean I, towards Jill, mostly. It's kind of, you just have this, feel, I'm the odd, I'm the only boy, everyone hates me. I feel like I'm the odd man out. <laughs> Did you, I'm going to call your brothers. Is this how you acted when you were young? Yeah. Yeah. Basically, I was the odd <laughs> man out of everything, so. Um, but no, it's just, it's, it's kind of crazy how everything came full circle, even with not just me and Tiff, but, but like with Anthony and, and the whole, everything here in Kansas city. Well, the and CrossFit world, it, it was so underground and so small that if you were around eight to 12 years ago, you know, every, like, you know, so many people like Jacob has an Annie Thoris daughter poster in his garage gym, his barn, that he got from us. That he, he literally one day he was like, "Can I have this?" It's when you're closing. CrossFit That's used it. to send out posters to people for free, like if you were an affiliate owner. And no, it was, it was for the open. It was the for open. the open. Yeah, yeah the every open year for the open. Yeah. Um, and it was so sweaty and ripped from like people leaning their sweaty backs up against it. And mm. yeah, he wanted it. 
He's um, like, I'll take it. That Russ won that one competition. Yeah, Russ won the uh, the Friday Night Lights that we hosted. Yeah. And, and those are, to be honest, like those are something I'd love to get back to. Like those are just quick, yeah. quick and dirty. Like you come in, do your we workout. We did a Mr. and Mrs. Claus after. one, and we tried to play like punk Christmas music yeah, the whole time. Awful. And after like the first 20 minutes, people were begging for the music to change. And I don't understand the problem. I thought it was awesome. Yeah. I, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I just don't know. I have no answer to that. No, but I feel like all of these things, like because we've been doing CrossFit for so long, we have such a passion for like what it truly is at its heart. And like the competition part is awesome. And that's part of the reason why you, you and I both stuck with it and why we fell in love with it. But since we've been doing CrossFit, like the open wasn't super big when we started and getting to regionals and Those. the games wasn't even really a thing on people's radar. The first few years, the main focus was coming to the gym, seeing what you're made out of cheering for everybody, Having like some beers after. seeing people get better. Yeah. Um, and I feel like that's why you and myself and Jill make such a good team and why C3 is so amazing is because that's truly at the heart of everything. Yeah. And that's, that's kind of the, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? The, it's what we try to follow with like even our coaches now, like, yeah, you bond with the community, you have a great time. You're, mm -hmm. you know, it's, don't only coach the people who you think are going to be good athletes Yeah, because everyone's here trying hard. Yeah. doesn't exactly. matter if they're doing pull-ups or ring rows or muscle-ups. We have people Everybody's who, trying. who want to be here because of the community, because they mm -hmm. love the gym. Like it's not, you know, it's not just about competition out here anymore. It's about yeah. helping people. And, and that was like one of the biggest reasons I opened the gym. Like mm -hmm. I, I may, I may have my, uh, RBF on every once in a while. Okay, most days. Most days. Most days. Resting B face. I don't mean it. It's just my face, okay? It's just my face. So this is just how I look. I'm not rubbing. But, <laughs> like, I mean, that's that's the joy I get. I, I love seeing people achieve the goals that they set out for after, um, you know, getting their first pull-ups, getting mm -hmm. their first muscle-ups and stuff like that. And just helping people. Just, yeah. you know, people losing the weight they wanted to lose. And, and so, like, <clears> I, I love that we're getting to a – point where we can help such more people so many more yeah, people the, like, the, yeah the community is growing our yeah. reach is growing um but yeah so now you guys see why uh you see certain closeness between jill and me and vince it's because we go way back we go way back way back yeah sometimes J yeah with jill it's literally like i know we, we, we did a podcast before but it's literally like she came in and she was like on right away. Like she's like, Oh, I guess you do need some help. And I was like, yes, yes, I do. Sometimes I feel like we're both your big sisters. Um, even though I think you're older than me. Are you think, older than me? I think so. Yeah. Think but so. not very much. Yeah. Except probably like a month or something. Probably right? like a month. <laughs> Just like yeah. everything else. So, but it's, um, yeah, it's, it's been, it's been a heck of a ride. It's been yeah. fun. It's been, well, and the exciting thing for me, and I hope for you, and well, I, I know for you, because I know for sure for Jill too, and all of our coaches, is for a lot of people, they look at getting into the fitness industry, like, what do you do when you're in your 40s? Are people, are you going to be able to train people when you are old, air quote, because that's not really old, but I only see us getting momentum right now, and this is, gonna, C3 is going to stand the test of time, and I'm super, super pumped to be a part of it, and I'm just thankful that for all those years I lived in North Dakota, you continued to badger us to come back. Yeah. 
And it's, now I just, we're stuck. I just plan on being like a silverback, just like <laughs> Russ and Kurt, just yeah. crushing it That's 50 right. plus. That's right. Well, hey guys, thanks for listening to our story. We, uh, we're happy to share it with you. It was kind of fun to rehash old memories and remember little things that we had kind of forgotten. Yeah, it was kind of the quick and dirty, but yeah. you know, we can uh, yeah. we can build off it Buy later. us a beer. We'll tell you some more good stories yeah, exactly. that we can't podcast about. Exactly. <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's a lot of those good times. Yeah. But uh, check us out anywhere you listen to your podcast. Make sure you leave us a review. Share the story. If you have somebody who's kind of afraid to start CrossFit, tell them to listen to this podcast. Hopefully they hear the passion in our voices and know that they will be cared for and loved here when they walk through the door at C3. Um, don't forget to command your life. Command your life. <laughs> We're going to shorten it up. Jill's not here. We're going off the cuff. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, off, I'm shooting from the hip like I know her do. <laughs> Typical. All right, guys. Peace. Yep. Don't forget to subscribe. I already said that. Oh, you did? <laughs> Let's, yeah. Like, share, and subscribe. Push, stop, record. <laughs>